beautiful. And what I want to know is, what is really good in your life today? I'm Kia, and this is the very next episode of the Female Veterans Podcast. And today, I have to tell you, I am absolutely in love with the organization that my next guest has created. I am so happy to chat with Gina from Pinups for Vets today. Not only does she provide happiness and boost morale for senior as well as sick veterans by touring, she donates to them calendars of beautiful female veterans dressed as 40s era pinups. These lovely, wholesome calendars raise money for everything from rehab equipment for the VA and military hospitals to care packages for the deployed. She's been featured by a multitude of media outlets and won numerous awards, even one from Congress. One of my favorite parts of the many wonderful things she does is the makeovers her organization provides to female veterans and military wives. Thank you so, so much for being here, Gina. Thank you. So I got to just ask you right off the bat, tell me about you. Tell me your story. Well, uh, I was born here in California. I graduated from UCLA. And a couple years after I graduated from UCLA, it was 2006, and there were a lot of stories in the news about our troops coming back from Iraq needing medical care. And I just felt so strongly that I wanted to do something to support, and I wanted to do something creative to support. And so I had always been a big fan of World War II pinup art. You know, they used to paint these beautiful women on the sides of aircraft during World War II to boost the morale of the troops, remind them of what they were fighting for back home. I've just always been drawn to that aesthetic of the 1940s. And I thought I would create a fundraising pinup calendar that could be used to raise money for our veterans and troops today. So... I had never done anything like that before, mm-hmm. and I produced the first calendar back in 2006. Wow. And fast forward 14 years, here we are, a nonprofit organization called Pinups for Vets, and we have multiple initiatives to support the veteran and military community. That is absolutely beautiful. I just love everything you're doing. You guys, I wish you could see her. She looks so cute today. And I am partial to the pinups era because I, the forties, the thirties, if you know me, is like one of my favorite era for like movies and music and this aesthetic. It's just amazing. So I absolutely love that you do this. And I can just imagine how much joy you bring to the lives of all of the military and the veterans that you go and visit when you're touring. So my next question for you is, what inspired you to use female veterans as your pinups? So that's a great question because initially I was the one that was in the calendar. You know, I was producing the calendar. I was modeling in the calendar. I didn't know how long I was going to do this. This started off as a one-year project that turned into a nonprofit organization. So, you know, as the years went on, uh, I started visiting hospitals. I started giving people the option to get one for themselves or they could get one for me to bring into a hospital to deliver to a hospitalized veteran. We started getting inquiries from female veterans saying, hey, 
can I do this with you? Can I come on the hospital visits with you? I found that they really wanted to serve after their service to continue giving back to their fellow brothers and sisters in arms. And this was a fun and creative way for them to do it while at the same time embrace their femininity. And I thought, you know, I think I'm going to remove myself from the calendar a little bit and start putting these amazing ladies in the calendar and featuring them. And that was a a really big change for the organization. Um, I feel like people started asking, you know, who are these ladies? And it, it kind of prompts people to question when they see these beautiful women in the calendar, who are they? Oh, wait, she, she served. How long was she in? What did she do? And it, it is a way to start telling their stories. And so you know, as the years went on, now I'm, I'm only in one picture in the January picture. Um, uh, and the rest of the calendar, we, for the 2020 edition, we were featuring 19 amazing female veterans for our 2019 edition. It was the first time that we female to, featured a female veteran who, um, is an amputee. Uh, we've had amazing wow. ladies, uh, grace the pages of our calendars. And, you know, not only are these ladies modeling in the calendars, they come with us on hospital visits. And it's just such a special moment when we're in the room dressed in 1940s, head to toe, red lipstick, victory rolls in my hair, cat eyeliner. And the patients say, we, you know, I'll introduce the ladies. Oh, you know, she's a Navy veteran. She's an Air Force veteran. And the, the veteran patient will say, wait, she's a veteran? <laughs> yeah, you know, she's a veteran too. And they start yes. to say, where did you serve? Where did you serve? Sometimes they served in the same spot. Sometimes there's just that instant connection, that veteran to veteran bond. And it's been both good for the patients as well as for my ambassadors. One of my ambassadors, Javon, she said, you know, she said about the organization, I came for the service, but I stayed for the sisterhood. And there's this amazing bond between the ladies because they're coming together after their service for a common cause again, you know, for this mission right. to give back again. Another and, mission. <laughs> yeah, another mission and, and doing it with heels and, and lipsticks. So it's, it's just adds this whole other element to the organization that has completely changed it. And I couldn't have asked for anything more. Oh, that's so beautiful. So I guess my next question would be is you're watching these female veterans transform. What impact do you think that these makeovers have on them? So as far as the makeovers, so one of the, one of our initiatives is doing put up for a day makeovers for military wives and female veterans. And so we find ladies that we think can use a day of pampering. We just did a makeover for, um, recently a gold star wife. Uh, we just did another one for a female veteran who's a purple heart recipient. And they send me messages, you know, after their makeovers, just how much fun they had, how just, you know, to be pampered for a day and to mm. totally transform. I mean, I can see it myself, like when they first come in versus, you know, when they start to pose, some of them have never, you know, modeled before. And, I see like not only a physical transformation, but almost like an emotional transformation as well. Like with that confidence and just having fun and being being able to embrace that feminine side of yourself. You know, when it comes to female veterans, a lot of times they tell me that they had to put their femininity on the back burner. You know, that was not important when they were serving. It was mission first. And so to embrace that part of themselves again, to have fun, to kind of let go a little bit. 
I just, I get the most amazing emails back from the ladies after we do the makeovers. That is so nice. Like I can just imagine, I am a firm believer that every single woman should have a makeover at least once in their life because the experience of it is just food for the soul. Like just to see yourself in a different light and just to feel pampered for those hours. And you just walk away feeling like a new person. And if you've been struggling or if you've been in the service for a long time and you just haven't had that, that femininity, that, you know, that feeling of just being pampered and girly and just, it's fun and it's, it's revitalizing. And it's just amazing that you get to do this for the women who have served. Like you, you were saying, you know, a lot of them don't spend a lot of time on themselves. And I just think it's important to do that as far, you know, for self care, you know, they're putting either their families, you know, before themselves, like we do a lot of makeovers on on military wives, they're putting their families before themselves. And so, you know, and, and with our, our female veterans, like not being able to embrace that side of themselves you know, be able to do that again. It's just like you said, it's food for the soul. And I can see the big smiles after we do the makeovers. There's one of our ambassadors, she's a Marine. She says, there's nothing that says I can't be a hard charging Marine and a lipstick wearing pinup. So I choose <laughs> That is awesome. So, okay. So your organization has ambassadors. What do these ambassadors do? So our ambassadors are our volunteers. So they help us out at events. They travel the country with us, visiting VA hospitals. One of our other initiatives is doing a 50-state hospital tour where we dress up as pinups and hand deliver our calendars as gifts of appreciation to hospitalized veterans. So they are coming with me on these visits, giving back to their fellow brothers and sisters in arms at the hospitals. We do so many different things to support the military and veteran community. So our Pinups for Vets Ambassadors is just another name for our volunteers. Oh, that's lovely. So, okay, you're talking about your tour. Tell me more about that. So we have to date visited with over 13,000 veterans at VA hospitals, military hospitals, and state veterans' homes across the United States. 31 states so far, I believe about 68 different facilities. A lot of times we do return visits. So we just, it's just our way to give back. A lot of times these patients are laying in bed for weeks, maybe months on end without any outside visitors. They may not have family or friends close by. You know, they're seeing their doctors and nurses every day. Mm-hmm. And we come in, total blast from the past, dressed up, and something that they don't expect. And it really gets their mind off of the fact that they're in the hospital, which to me is important for healing. You know, one of the best things is when we walk down the wards back to the elevator after we visit all the rooms, I'll peek in and I'll see like one by one, the patients flipping through their calendars. And to me, that's so great because it means that they're focused on something fun. They're looking at the pictures, you know, they're reading about what we do. And I just think when you're in a really hard place, um, whether that's physically or mentally, it's good to be distracted. It's good to be reminded that there's fun and there's joy out there. You know, because you can get so into your own head with what you're going through. Um, and, you know, we're seeing really intense things in the hospitals. Severe burns, uh, sometimes multiple amputations, post-traumatic stress. Um, you know, there's 
TBI. There's so many, these are very intense situations that we're walking into in the hospital. And so I think that, you know, it's just a way to, it, it's, it may seem like something little, but I sometimes think it's the little things that can have the biggest impact. Um, one of the most you know special things that ever happened actually was I got a letter years after I had visited this hospital from a veteran. And he said, you know, I don't know if you remember me, but you know, you had visited me, uh, you know, a while back. And he said, um, that he said he went from being a highly regarded Marine infantryman to a patient on a lot psychiatric ward. And he said that it was one of the most humiliating experiences of his life. And our visit and calendar made him feel a little bit like a hero again. And so it's like these things that may seem little, but when you are spending time with people that are going through very, very hard challenges in their life, it's your time that matters. You know, being there with someone while they're going through that, that, that can mean the world to somebody. And so for me, being there with our veterans, you know, while they're in the hospital and, and just lending an ear. A lot of times they want to tell us stories about things that, you know, they've done in the military and we're just there to listen and, you know, have, just have some good conversation and get their mind off the fact that they're in the hospital. Absolutely. That is just the most beautiful story. I remember being, uh, when I was first, uh, finished boot camp. And I was in my A school training in the Navy and my job, we all got these jobs for like internship at the end of our studies in core school. And my job was on the ward, on the senior ward. And so I got to sort of be like a nurse's aide for some of the World War II veterans that were still on the ward. And it was actually probably the most special time of my schooling for me uh, because I got to interact with these seniors that were just like so sweet and, and a lot of them in a very vulnerable state, but you could tell that they got so happy when some, some of us that really enjoyed the work, they would get so happy. And of course we were young girls going in there and taking care of them and spreading um, some sunshine. And I had a patient, unfortunately, who passed away. It was like one of my first heartbreaks. Okay. And, and his family came to me afterwards and he said that his son said to me, thank you so much for taking care of, you know, my dad. He's like, he, he couldn't speak at the time, but he could write. And apparently he had written them a note saying that he really like liked me and really felt like I took good care of him. And he was really grateful. And it was like so touching. So I can just imagine how it must feel for you to go in and see these, the sick and see the seniors, especially like the seniors, because obviously it's close to my heart, but dressed as a 40s era pinup, which is just probably what takes them right back to their youth. And I don't know, but anything that takes me right back to my youth makes me so very good. So it's just important work. And I just think you are incredible and your organization is incredible. And I want to hear so much more about your 2020 calendar. I know this is your 13th calendar, correct? Uh, this is our 14th annual 14th. Oh my gosh. So you've done this for 13 prior years. Yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. I mean, 
the women who are involved to donating them to the seniors and the sick and everything that it does for morale boosting and for benefiting the hospitals and the equipment that you buy and just everything that you do to help the veteran community is just such an amazing thing. Thank you. I like to say that we are changing the world, trying to trying to change the world one calendar at a time. <laughs> oh, so cute. So, so tell me, tell me all about your 2020 calendar. Where did you find, the, so the females contact you, right? And you, how do you, what is the process? So we put out a casting call usually on our social media in the spring. Mm-hmm. We had hundreds of submissions this year is the most we've ever received from female veterans across the country. And wow. we, it's very hard to select because we only have a certain amount of spots. We actually have 19 because 19 female veterans featured because we have a big group shot in the November shot. So that's why there's not just, you know, some money. Right. Anyways, so we end up selecting, you know, we ask them to submit their picture, ask them to submit a little bit about their service, submit about why they would like to be a part of Pinups for Vets, why they would like to be in the calendar. Very hard to select. So we end up making our selection and then we go into pre-production, which is location scouting. Um, We have to get everyone outfits. Shout out to Voodoo Vixen for providing the amazing clothing for the 2020 edition. Um, We go into, you know, actual photographing the calendar. After that, there's post-production, graphic design, printing. It's about a six-month process to get the Wow. It's like making the movie every year. Oh, my goodness. So... Tell me now, because you've been, you're a pro at this now, but in the beginning, what were some of the obstacles that you had to face to like get this to come to fruition? A hundred percent getting the word out. Anytime you're starting something, whether that's a nonprofit or a business, just getting your message out there. And I had no idea how to do that. Um, I, I started contacting mill bloggers. So at the time, um, you know, a lot of troops had come back from Iraq and were writing about their stories online on military blogs. So I started contacting military bloggers about what I was doing and they, they liked it. And, uh, they started sharing our story on their blogs. And so started picking up some steam, uh, ended up getting covered on Fox, uh, news website, um, on like their, you know, big website, the, the wow. national website, um, and picked up some more steam. And I, I, like I said, I only thought that I was going to do this for one year, but with each year, our supporters that we had gained started asking me, well, when's the next calendar coming out? When's the next calendar <laughs> coming out? And then we just, uh, trust me, if someone would have told me from year number one, oh, you would be in your 14th year, I would never have believed it because my Intention was to just do, you know, kind of a side project. I was working full time in the hotel industry at the time when I started this. Someone were to tell me back then, like this was going to turn into your life, I would never have believed it. But looking back at it now, I can't even imagine doing anything else. I absolutely love working with the military community. Oh, you're just such a darling person. I tell you. So, okay. So, tell me about the girls in the calendar this year? 
So this year, as I mentioned, we have 19 amazing female veterans. They span all branches of service. We have a coasty, a coasty in there as well. Wow. Um, but they, you know, these ladies have done amazing things within the military. And I think their stories need to be told. You know, I think that a lot of our ambassadors tell me that they are not seen as a veteran because of their gender. People right. think that, oh, wait, your husband served? And they have to say, yes, no, I'm the one that served. And I so, hear that all the time. <laughs> right? And they tell me this all the time. And so I think that just featuring them in the calendar, we also put their branch that they served in and then the number of years that they served, just making people question it like oh wait she she's a veteran and, and I'm really hoping that we're starting to break that stereotype of what a veteran is um and, Absolutely. and inspiring a whole you know generation of younger women um who may want to go into the military Absolutely. I always say to, um, and that happens to me, I'm the veteran and it's funny because I'll open like letters to like refinance my house or something. And it'll say to, you know, my husband or, you know, uh, or used to say to my husband's name that he was the veteran. And it's so funny to me. Cause I'm like, I, every time I see that, I'm like, I'm the veteran. <laughs> I'm the, and, um, just a couple of months ago, I was in Los Angeles. I'm there actually kind of frequently. It's one of my favorite places. And I was visiting the vet center there because a friend of mine and I were going to go and pass out food to some homeless population of veterans there. And we were looking for females in particular, we wanted to know if there were any like enclaves of female veterans that, you know, were homeless that we could distribute supplies to. And the outreach coordinator told me the best thing that we could do was to start talking because they don't receive donations for women. They don't get clothes or shoes or boots. And the women, when they do their outreach work, they have to take what's left over after the men because of the prevailing perception that veterans are male. So I thought this is kind of where this podcast was born because I thought, okay, that she said they need a voice and I'm going to start talking. And what you do is very, very similar. You've already been doing it just in a different way and getting, getting our faces out there and letting people know that, Hey, the veterans, there are female veterans and you know what? Every day there's more of us every day. There's more. So I just, I'm just so incredibly impressed by everything you're doing. And I'm so excited that you came on today to be a guest. And my next question is how do you organize the, 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 like the photo shoots? Like where did you find, like you mentioned voodoo vixen clothing. Mm -hmm. How do you decide on what vendors to use? So as far as the clothing, they have been so kind to provide the clothing for the last number of years for our calendar. So we work, we have a great relationship with them. Um, as far as the locations, like the, the 2019 calendar was all contained in one location. We shot it in the Queen, uh, on the Queen Mary down in Long Beach. Oh, so very cool. That, yes. And that, you know, the Queen Mary has a, a military history was converted to be a two transport ship during World War II, originally a cruise liner. So that was easier because we were one contained in one location and the Queen Mary has so many different, you know, little vignettes where you can do shoots that look different. 
So fast forward to shooting the 2020 calendar. We shot all over the place. I'm just looking at the, the calendar right now, but we, you know, we shot at the Hotel Shangri-La, Santa Monica. We shot, um, you know, at, I'm looking at oh, at this beautiful uh, castle. We shot at this train depot. We shot at a place that makes. Um, uh, uh, like caramel apples and candy apples. So we were jumping all over. <laughs> it was, it really, it, it took three days, three full, three full days to shoot the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite intense process. And two of the days it was pouring rain. Mm-hmm. So we had to shoot around the rain. We had to reschedule the shoots. Like on the day of the shoots, we we're like moving around. I was, I've never been, I could have been a weather person on that day. Oh, my goodness. Meteorologist on that day. I have never talked the weather hour by hour like that in my entire life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but the thing is, we were so lucky that we would do a shoot, and then there would be a huge downpour. And oh, then, my gosh. And then we'd do another shoot, and then there would be a huge downpour. Like, this calendar, you wouldn't even believe, like, that it was pouring rain for, like, most of the calendar. <laughs> I don't know how we got so low. It would like clear up and then we'd shoot again. And then it was crazy. Like that was the crazy three days. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine like what your stress level must have been like. Yeah, just just trying to make sure that this all came together. And, and some and, of the ladies are flying out, you know, so I have mm-hmm. to make sure we get that shot. Like they're mm-hmm. not all from California. Right. 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 Oh, that's beautiful. I I love that everyone just loves this and, and people want to be a part of it. And I'm sure people listening are going to want to be a part of it. So sorry, but next year you're going to have probably even more submissions (laughs) and women who want to be a part of the calendar. I feel very proud of that fact that people want to be a part of it and that we have so many female veterans that want to be a part of it. And I just, it makes me really happy that they, you know, that they respect it and, and value it enough that they want to be a part of it. Like I am, I couldn't be any luckier. I have the most amazing, amazing people surrounding me. Oh, that is so, so, so wonderful. You have to tell me where do I get this calendar? Now I need to have one. <laughs> so we have a, a website pinupsforvets.com p-i-n-u-p-s-f-o-r-v-e-t-s.com you can get the calendar along with all of our other fundraising merchandise so we have posters and tin signs and t-shirts and lots of other different really fun and unique items if you're looking for a birthday gift or anniversary gift or just you know just any if you want it for yourself so yeah they can um Check out pinupsforvets.com and, and find out everything about the organization there. So I noticed that you had kind of a famous actress in the calendar. Of what we've had, we've had a couple different, you know, different celebs. We had Megan Tandy. We had um, uh, Gene Simmons' wife. I mean, are you familiar with the band? Absolutely. we had his daughter as well um so yeah we've had some really awesome people in the calendar people that are so supportive of troops and veterans we're very lucky and have you had any uh female veterans that are celebrities have you come across any of those in LA well I work with a lot of female veterans that are actresses Mm -hmm. uh so 
one of our ambassadors, Jennifer Marshall, and she is on Stranger Things. She actually is hosting a show right now on the CW called Mysteries Decoded. Uh, she's a Navy veteran turned actress and turned host as well. Um, and she's one of our production ambassadors has worked with us for about five years now. Well, I got to say that I am a fan of hers. <laughs> so I am so glad that you mentioned her name because yes. I think she's brilliant. And yes. I've seen her in the calendar and she looks amazing as all of the ladies do <laughs> such a good job. And all of the merchandise that you provide on your website, including the calendars, all of these funds go to amazing, amazing things. Can you tell us a little bit about your initiatives? Sure. So we have many different initiatives for the military and veteran community. So we do everything from donating rehab equipment to VA hospitals nationwide. We've donated over $60,000 worth of rehab equipment and to help expand medical and uh, rehab programs. We are on a 50-state hospital tour where we dress as pinups and we hand-deliver our calendars as gifts of appreciation to hospitalized veterans. We ship care packages to deployed units uh, around the globe. We get a lot of requests from deployed troops for the calendars as a way to sort of boost morale while they're deployed. (laughs) We do makeovers for military wives and female veterans as a way to pamper them. We call them our pinup for the day makeovers. Uh, and we also work with homeless veterans. You know, you were talking a little bit earlier about um, homeless women veterans. And we've worked with uh, different shelters that are caring for women veterans that are trying to get back on their feet. We've done makeovers. We've done like a business style makeovers even. Um, and have done events, you know, with veterans uh, shelters. So we do a lot of different things for the military community. We even did like a, a salsa class for what? veterans last year. It was really, really fun. We had about Sounds fun. 30, 30 vets doing salsa. Um, so yeah, we like to do fun things as a way, fun and creative things as a way to give back. That's beautiful. And now for everybody listening who is who may be a military wife or a female veteran, What is the process for getting one of these makeovers? (laughs) A lot of times people just email me to ask me, you know, when the next time we're doing it. I'm not sure right now our next makeover day, but stay tuned. (laughs) We usually post on our social media like, hey, we're looking for female veterans or military wives for makeovers. So stay tuned on our social media. We're on Twitter, on Instagram, at Pinups for Vets. Well, everybody knows that I will post all your information in the description to this episode so that it's easy for them to find you, keep track of you, and support what you're doing. And so I guess I just have one more question for you, and that's having worked with so many female veterans, I just really want to know, and as a female yourself, of course, what advice would you give to other women who are trying to succeed? That is a great question. I think I would tell them to keep pushing, you know, as they say in the Marine Corps, adapt and overcome. And I've tried to use that as my motto, you know, as a woman entrepreneur, I call myself a pinuppreneur. It's not easy when, when you're starting anything, whether that's a business, a nonprofit, you just have to keep going. You know, I think it's actually the thing that I really 
value so much about the military community is the resilience that I see. And so I, I would say, I feel like veterans just have this amazing resilience and to kind of channel that resilience, you know, that you had while you were in the military and apply it to other areas of your life. You know, I, I try to look at that. I'm so inspired you know, by my veteran friends because they can overcome so much, you know, they, there's these huge challenges that come their way and they don't stop. They say, okay, well, how am I going to get around this? How do I get over it? And they keep going, you know, it, it's so much about moving forward um, and not letting, you know, your failures stop you. You have to, there's that, that saying fail forward. Um, there to just keep, keep going. And I think that it may be a little bit harder as a woman, you know, to be a business owner or, you know, the founder of something because we might not be seen as that initially. So I think you really have to channel that inner confidence that you have um, and show people, no, I can do this. Like I am a leader and, you know, to, to just, yeah, to, to channel that, that inner inner confidence in that inner leader that, that you all are. (laughs) Well said. Very, very well said. I think that is some truly awesome advice. (laughs) And I think that we could all apply that to pretty much any area that we're working on in our life. You know, we're all at different stages. You may not be starting a business, but maybe you're going to school or maybe you are just trying to get ahead at your job or whatever you're doing. You're maybe you're just working out. Whatever it is that you're doing, that advice is applicable. And I want to thank you for it. And I also think sometimes the failures can lead you down another path and that path might be the path that's better for you. So to not look at things you know, negative, negative when they happen, but maybe, Hey, they, it happened because I'm supposed to be doing something else. And this is going to lead me to that next step. So to just trust, to trust the steps and to trust that journey. Yeah. I agree with that too. I agree with the failing forward. (laughs) Totally. That's one of my personal mottos. (laughs) And just, we all stumble, we all fall. And you know what? Sometimes things aren't meant to be. And that failure just takes you in a completely different direction. Like for example, right now I um, am working on my second master's degree in accounting, right? I have seven classes left because of the new tax laws. I had five, now I have seven. And I took a break from school to, you know, have a kid and do my thing. And then my whole life sort of just changed. Um, I recently lost a kidney and, um, and it actually was horrible at the time, but was like one of the best things <laughs> that ever happened to me because Ultimately, I realized that the path I was going down in life was not the path that I was meant to be on, and this is. So just like you said, one dream may not have worked out, and I probably will still finish that degree because it's seven classes, but I see that my future is not in forensic accounting now. I see that my future is in empowering women and speaking about these causes that are so important to me. And working with people like yourself to empower women and just to make a positive change in the world. So like you said, failing forward, realizing that some things aren't meant to be, 
it's just the most wonderful advice and thank you for it. Thank you. So Gina, I have to say it has been so incredible talking to you today. You are just one of the most amazing and lovely people and you're just so adorable. Literally, you guys should see her. She's just like so cute. And, um, Definitely, I'm going to post pictures of her on my Instagram. <laughs> her there. And you guys get the calendar because it goes to a good cause. Check out her website. Get merchandise. It helps people. She's doing big, big things in our veteran community. And I'm so grateful to you for that and for the love you show to female veterans and military wives because military wives are so important and often they're forgotten about and they just are the backbone of the whole like armed forces really because they're holding it down so we want to give our military wives props yeah and thank you thank you thank you so much for being here and being such a wonderful guest and a supporter of my podcast and um I just want to say thank you and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And with that, I'm going to wrap it up. This has been a crazy season. We have heard so many stories that have been just mind-blowing. And I thought that we'd end the season on such a beautiful, bright, brilliant note. And I couldn't be happier to end it with pinups for vets. So you guys, I want to tell you, thank you so much for listening and coming on this journey with me. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next time.